food. I love food, dude. I just had some Indian food. It was good. It's a buffet. Oh, I forgot to eat lunch. Shoot, I'm gonna be super hungry today. <laughs> this is a terrible <laughs> conversation to jump into. Yeah, uh, Sean, you ate tons of food at a festival. Yeah, so, like, John, are you okay if I just start talking about tons of delicious food in front of you? <laughs> Excuse me while I mute my mic and my audio for a minute. Right. I do have this tasty salmon beside me. Anyways, okay, so yeah, last weekend, uh, went down to Eau Claire. Just planning to, like, get some ice cream, go for a walk. Okay, right? yeah. They got a nice right, park you know, and everything. Yeah, exactly. They got a river. Yeah, the river so. was real full for a while there, but... Yeah, I actually, okay, inside. you know, pre-story to that, walking <laughs> to, like, the main Eau Claire area, like, with the, you know, the little water park. Yeah, yeah, I So do. walking there, I was walking along the, uh, along the river, mm-hmm. three guys just biked through the river. Awesome. They were just hanging out in the river with their bikes, and then they were like, instead of going up to that bridge, let's just bike across. Like, it sounds so, like the most ridiculous idea. It was kind of weird, and then they went back across the river. <laughs> like, just fording the river with bikes? Well, yeah. I mean, how many people can legitimately say they've done that, though? That's true. It was just, they wanted to cross the river, and it was shallow enough that it only went up to maybe, like, their thighs when biking. So, they just went across the river on the bike. Weird. I That's gonna it was... suck for the chain, though. Crazy Maybe I don't know. They, they didn't. They looked like guys who didn't care. Okay. So there's that. Anyway, so, so get get to Eau Claire, and, cool and uh, there's a food festival going on. All right. Yeah, so this yeah. Is you not buy your plan for the day. You didn't head out to go to this. You no. Stumbled on a food festival. That Luckily enough, though. How do how do you hungry. stumble across this exactly? I just, it was just there. Claire. Yeah. Yeah. It was just there. Second time in the last month that I've gone to Eau Claire, and there was just some kind of festival going on. They seem to have a lot of events going on there, because, yeah, I, I was crossing through that area a couple weeks ago, and there was just a bike race happening, like the big yeah, go. bike race. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay, so food festival, what do you, you get? What do you have? So, yeah, you needed to buy tickets, and then you'd go around, and there was, like, I don't know, maybe 60 booths, at least, where they would have, like, a, a list of maybe five items, and then it would be, like, this for four tickets, this for three Nothing more than five, I think I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, I also didn't go into like the alcoholic fenced area, uh, like a beer garden. Care, so that they may have had more expensive stuff. I don't know, but uh, What's so Claire got some. She wanted. She saw like uh, noodles in a box, kind of those old like movie style takeout Chinese delivery boxes, a miniature mm-hmm. size of that. Mm-hmm. So we found that place, and she got like a combo with ginger beef noodles and something else, and that was like four tickets. So, you know, $4. Pretty good. Um, people were giving away chocolate bars, uh, slices of pizza. These were free. I like pizza. S- yeah. Uh, stuff I paid for. Um, deep fried ice cream. I hear that's really good, actually. It was not bad, except, surprisingly, the ice cream was green. I was not expecting that. Um, I think it was like pistachio ice cream or something. So, anyway. Yeah, it was fine. I wanted to try it out, and that was, like, I think four tickets as well. Uh, we got some, like, chicken Alfredo. Pretty good. Uh, they also had one of those, um, like, Coke versus Pepsi taste tests mm-hmm. kind of setups. Uh, this was another free thing. And what they did is they actually they advertised, this was with Microsoft Surface technology. And we went into, like, I don't know, like the bat, like a kind of little larger tent they had set up, and they had tables, obviously LCD screens and stuff. And six of us would be at the table, and we would put our card down, and it would read, like, that's our card or something like that. 
And before that, we had to do, like, a questionnaire saying, what's your favorite between all these? And I said, like, I like Coke Zero quite a bit. So it was saying the taste test I was going to do was Coke Zero versus Pepsi Max. Mm-hmm. Which I guess is that's their zero-calorie version or whatever. Equivalent, yeah. Yeah, so the waitress knew to bring me Coke Zero and Pe- Pepsi Max. And what she did is she just she didn't know what was on in each of the cups, but underneath them they had another equivalent of like a QR code that when she put it on the table it would read which is which. Mm-hmm. And there was like six of us all doing this, so it was very multi-touch. So that was kind of cool because we were all doing it once. Anyway, so I would try mine, and it wasn't so much like a can you guess which one it is. It was which one do you like more? And when I was, I could tell which one was which because I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure this is Coke Zero. And this is, I've never, well, I never had Pepsi Max, and this was the one I didn't know, so I was like, I'm pretty sure this is Pepsi Max. Five of the six, this was all brought to you by Pepsi, by the way, and five of the six of us all picked our Coke variety, which was kind of funny. Um, and then we did a similar thing with types of cheese, which was kind of cool. Uh, I'm just trying to think if we if we got anything A blind else. cheese taste test? Like, what? Yeah. It's like, can you tell which one's Cracker Barrel? Like, how would you know? It was exactly like that. It wasn't Cracker Barrel. It was another brand. Okay, I'm just like Caramel. I don't know but what makes Safeway brand. No, yeah. it was it was a certain that type. Was I just can't oh, what? But what they did is they were like, "This is brought to you by," I'll just say Cracker Barrel. I can't remember what it is, but this is brought to you by Cracker Barrel. What we're gonna do is we're gonna give you a Cracker Barrel one and a competing competitor one. Oh, you tell okay. us which one you like more. Uh, I picked the competing one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure. I mean, I don't know what really makes a cheese better than another cheese. But okay, creamier. What was the name of this food festival? It was just local food fest? It was Calgary Food, food Festival food or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's pretty generic. But generally, uh, pretty good. Pretty good time. Yeah, twenty bucks, and I got to try a bunch of crazy food and watch, you know, see some cool stuff. And those guys biked across the river. Yeah. Twice. And that was free. That was, that was pretty good in itself. Yeah, you just got to see that just as a bonus. Yeah. Cool. Speaking of bikes, good. premium rush in theaters now. Uh, that's a movie. Which is now does that have Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Yeah, it does. Okay. Uh, Michael Shannon's in it, too, who you may remember as that guy from Boardwalk Empire. Nope. Nope, never saw Boardwalk Empire. Um. All right, Take Shelter. Uh, it was a little indie movie from last year. Yes, because if we didn't see that one, we're definitely going to have seen this one. <laughs> okay. I haven't seen Take Shelter, no. Actually, no, dude, he's been in a bunch of like Michael Bay movies and stuff as just like a guy. So you've probably Oh, is he that guy him? in Transformers that yells for Optimus? You mean no, everyone? But he's, no, he's I mean, like LaBeouf. he's in like Bad Boys too and stuff. Just whatever, don't worry about. It. Oh, Will Smith. Cool. Yeah, yeah, Will, Will Smith. Smith. He's kind of like that, but uh, white guy. Oh, so he was the other Will Smith. Oh, Actually, right, no. because there's two Will Smiths. <laughs> you Martin know the Lawrence. scene at the beginning of Bad Boys Two where they break up a KKK meeting? Nope. Okay, yeah. Never mind. Yeah, he's he's there. He's one of those racist guys. Oh, so he's Martin oh, Lawrence. Okay. okay, gotcha. All right, so Michael Shannon, racist. Got it. Yeah, you're on out. Got done. It. Done okay. and done. Okay. Also, uh, Michael Shannon from Guys with Girl First Names for a Last Name. Mm-hmm. Yep. Shannon. There you Talk go. Respective. I, I was trying to think of a way to tie <laughs> Shannon into a game, and it was nothing was coming up. Some games also either. have girls as main characters, like Lollipop Chainsaw. Is her name Shannon? Imagine it's Wedding Julia. Designer. Yeah, Imagine Wedding Designer. That and more on this week's episode of Top Down Perspective. That's just so sexist. I, I, I kind of hope one of us has actually played that, because that'd be great if we actually led into that. I don't, I don't uh, know. Sorry. I didn't. Sorry. Well, it's up to Nathan then, because I didn't either. 
I did not play the Imagine game. Damn it, Nathan, you're letting us down. I know. I transitioned to it, too. I apologize, podcast. Anyway, John, take it. I'm just going <laughs> to... All right. I'm your host this week, John. I am joined, as usual, by Sean. Hello. And Nathan. Hey! And this is our last episode before PAX. PAX 2012. In, in, in terms of, like, the date, I'm just going to say August 24th. Oh, you're okay. actually going to go with today's date? Yeah. Okay. I just, lied earlier. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not 100% sure when this will get up, but people know when we're recording, so there you go. Yeah, right. One week before PAX breaks. starts. Exactly one week, yes. All right. So before we start talking about what we want to see for PAX, how about we find out what everyone's been playing, starting with Sean. Okay, I've been playing Dust and Elysian Tale. Nice, how is it? It's really good. Excellent. Uh, I think, okay, so I'm about 9, 10 hours in. Uh, I think I'm about, maybe about an hour, including cutscenes and stuff, from the end of the game. Wait, is it really that long? It's, yeah, it's significant. Yeah, and I haven't done all the side quests and stuff, so I might... I'm kind of at the point where it's like, I just want to finish it, and then I'll go back and wrap stuff up, kind of. Mm -hmm. So that's probably what I'll do next, is just go to the final boss and finish that up. Um, But I was taking my time, so you could probably finish it in eight hours if you weren't doing side quest kind of stuff, or not really searching for things. I I was. I got really into it. Um, So I'm going to say doing everything. Granted, I'm going to have to look up some of the more hidden stuff. Maybe I could see myself finishing around 12 hours. That's a lot longer than pretty much any other Metroidvania game I've heard of. I've played a ton of Shadow Complex. But that game has... Like yeah, but you probably beat that game multiple hours. times in that 12-hour span, right? I think I probably did it twice, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. So one new game through. plus it. How many ignoring like, ignoring the crazy shortcuts Shadow Complex has, yeah, it, it takes a while to beat. How many secret buddies have you discovered? Um, so, okay, so Secret Buddies, for those who don't know, is, this is an indie game made by, like, one dude, apparently. Primarily, yeah. One incredibly Um, dedicated individual. And much like Meat Boy, or Super Meat Boy, in terms of how a bunch of, like, other indie characters kind of show up, uh, this has that as well. You can't play as them, you only play as, as Dust. But, uh, they kind of show up, and then you have this little, like, lobby area that they kind of all hang out in. I have found three or four. Three I can remember, but I want to say four, because something's clinging in my head like there was someone you didn't know who it was, but the three I can remember I do know. So I want to say four I have. How many are there, do you know? Twelve. There's an achievement for them. Cool. I I guess Uh, I don't really want to know who they are, but... Yeah, no, I won't say who they are, but they're pretty cool. Um... They they all have a uh, the way the place you find them kind of looks like their game, and uh, some are even change up the gameplay in trying to find them be similar to the games or similar to the themes in the other games. So it's those are really cool, really cool. I want to go back. That's one of the things I'll go back and actually look up how to find them because they're pretty well hidden. Mm-hmm. In terms of how Metroidvania it is, it's not as much as you're probably thinking. Primarily because instead of kind of every room being laid out for you on the map and seeing where you can go. You're kind of more in really bigger areas. Okay, so like so like one grid on a map would probably be like a four screens worth of area. Like if it's kind of hard to say screens because there are definitely spots where you'll get to like an edge of an area and you'll go into another section of the forest or whatever, but in terms of like the size of it, you're definitely moving throughout, like, you could be in one block of the screen for 
I don't know, three to five minutes almost, but they're pretty big. Oh, okay. So, um, huh. So, those, yeah, it's not as tight. Those combos are pretty sweet? The combos are great. Um, John, I think you'll really like it. Oh, Devil May Cry kind of style. Yeah, like what I, what I had played at uh, conventions, I really liked. I just haven't had a... I haven't really been on the Xbox at all lately. So that's why... Because that was, Dust was the game I was most excited for from the, the whole Summer of Arcade. It right, and like, it won. Yeah, it's the standout. For sure. Yeah, that's, yeah, what, that's, that's the one. Like. And it is really good. I definitely recommend it. 15 bucks, pretty good. Like I said, you know, 10 plus hours. Um, full loot system, uh, you know, skill trees. Well, not so much skill trees, but, you know, investing skill points. Uh, you're gaining levels all the time. I think I'm level 28, so I'll probably hit around 30 by the time I finish the story. Story's, uh, story's pretty good as well. Very, a lot of RPG, like, standard, like, JRPG kind of themes. You're a guy lost his memory, you've got a mystical sword that talks, and you're destroying tons of monsters with it. Uh, you got a flying bat thing hanging out with you and chatting. It's, it's a funny like a game. fox lady. Yeah, she's called a Nimbat. Okay, so there's So a she kind of okay. looks more like a cat with bat wings. Cool, and the voice acting seemed pretty cool of what little I saw of it. Kind of voice acting's pretty good. Yeah, I quite enjoyed that. Uh, Most of the characters that you get a sense of uh, their personality through that are pretty good. Dust is really good. Mm -hmm. Um, Apparently, people are like upset about furries. Yeah, it's it's the internet. They're always getting upset about stuff like that. Yeah, I don't. It would be the same if this was like a Looney Tunes game, really. They'd be upset about that too. Probably. Okay. It's like you're anthropomorphizing animals. That's weird. I don't like it. Yes. Well, I mean, but so many shows. Like, maybe not that. as much because like it's it's been around longer. Yeah. So, uh, but and I don't I know. Like I just Looney think the whole Tunes, thing is stupid. I feel like Looney Tunes. They're they look more like animals. Where these is like, oh well, you're clearly a fox human variety. Mm-hmm. So. But. It's an odd argument to see spring up. Yeah, I didn't really realize that was happening until recently. I, when I first got it, I was like, man, I hope people aren't getting weirded out. Because I, I've gone to, like, anime conventions and literally had people around me being like, man, I hate furries. I just want to kill them. And just been like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Huh. It's it's kind of a subconscious thing, really. I don't know. They just think that, like, watching them run around in fursuits is kind of creepy. Especially after that, like, CSI episode that made them look like sexual deviants. I didn't see, know there was a CSI episode. That explains a lot. Okay. Yeah. So that puts that in the public consciousness in a negative light. And then exactly. Kinda, oh, weird. Yeah, I just kind of knew about them a lot because I watch anime. One of my roommates was a furry, so. so that, but, like, okay. Well, I mean, like, he walked around everywhere with a foxtail. Awesome. Okay. All right. Which, so is that weird? There's a documentary on Vimeo about it, I think. I, I was watching part of it. Um, it's kind of, it's atypical, you know, but it's... That's for sure, yeah. It's not, I don't know, it's no weirder than a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a lot of weirder stuff out there, but people just kind of lock on <laughs> that because of the creepy internet. Just kind of the idea of like, hey, it could be worse. Yeah. It's yeah, true, it could be worse. On. It could, yeah, you're right. Out there. Don't worry about it. Don't I guess, okay. So I, yeah, dust is I, good. Dust, yeah, Dust is good. I really wish I could play it. I I really hope it comes out on Steam, but that'll probably be like a year or something. And and it's definitely like GamePad 
So if it does come on Steam and doesn't have gamepad support, that would oh, be it'll, crazy. Oh, it'll have gamepad support. It should, it. for sure. Sorry, just, um, uh, I guess shout out to Dean Dodrill. I guess he's the guy. He's the Is that man. him? Okay. Yeah, made this game. All right. like four years. Yeah, no, it doesn't say his name in the credits. I think Humble Hearts was the developer or something, so maybe that's his. Yeah, they're basically saying that's a, basically a pseudonym for him because he's, sure. he's the primary guy. It's a picture of two hearts hugging. Aw, how about that? They're either hugging or smiling. They're definitely smiling. Anyway. Cool, cool. Uh, but yeah, no, I definitely recommend Dust. Have, I didn't play any of the Summer of Arcade games, but because I bought this one, it wins for me. <laughs> okay. Wait, you didn't even play, like, Deadlight or anything? I just heard I so much negative stuff about Deadlight. Like, I guess, and I guess you weren't house. really into Tony Hawk, so that makes sense. And he wouldn't even let me play it. It's just like, nah, fuck that game. I won't play it. If, uh, if Deadlight goes on sale, I'll probably pick it up, because I hear that last third of the game is terrible. Escort mission the game. Yeah. And I just play Ico, so I don't need to... Oh, yeah, Reketeer. Reketeer. Forgot about that one. Maybe that was good, too. I guess I just don't, don't know. Yeah, that's I true. I haven't heard enough about it. I, I might get Reketeer on sale as well. I just I don't really care about it too much. I didn't hear a lot about it either, but yeah. Dust is really good. Uh, it's definitely making me want to like do everything I can in it and all the side quests, because I think there's only like 20 side quests. So it's not just like a crazy amount. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, I I definitely recommend that game. People should pick it up if uh, if they like action action adventure games or platformers with fun combat. If you like good games, you should get Dust. I guess okay. that's so, a good way to put it. Yeah. Uh, apart from that, uh, that oh, I pl- I went back to Pokemon Conquest a little. Okay. I you finished Conquest. I did, and it has DLC though. Oh right. Bunch of free DLC extra chapters. I tried out one of those because so I took a I took a road trip to Edmonton, so I did that on the on the drive back, uh, just to see what kind of they were like. I played one of them. Uh, I, it is cool with the number of extra chapters they add. There's a lot more to that game that I didn't play, and it's just kind of like, hey, while this stuff was going on, this character was doing this, and they're usually just kind of silly things. Like he was part of a beauty pageant against all of the female warlords that you fought fought in the main game. So how did that turn out? Just kind of weird stuff. Uh, so yeah, shout out to Pokemon Conquest still being great. That's it. That's all I played. Nice. All right. Well, Nathan's got a big list, and I've got a short one, so I'll hop in, and then Nathan can take us out. Okay. So I picked up and finally started playing New Super Mario Brothers two. All right. Now, how did you pick it up? I, I physically bought it. Okay. I've got the physical copy because I've got one of those eighteen game cases that uh, Club Nintendo was selling. Okay. So that's I just I, bought a case from like Best Buy that has a bunch of holders. Okay. I don't I love that 18 case. It's really good. Uh Sean, how many coins did you say you had when you were done? I played a little bit more last week. I'm at 15,000. 15000. Yes. Yeah. Did you really took your time or you really ran through that game, didn't you? I guess. Because I'm at World 4, and I have 115,000. What? What are you doing? You're a bad coin collector, Sean. That's the way he's doing it. I guess I am. He's calling you out. He's saying you don't know how to play. I I am calling you out. That's fair. Uh, What are you doing to get all these coins? I'm playing through levels. So are you at 999 lives like I was hoping? Uh, 563 currently. (laughs) Sweet. Okay. (laughs) So dumb. Second part, huh? No. Yeah, okay. 
Yeah, so I've, I've heard something about there's like there's some crazy difficulty spikes later. Like I've died a couple times. Let let's say from being an idiot, I've died about twenty times. Okay, but generally pretty pretty cakewalk, huh? Yeah. Um. Did you do any of the special worlds like the mushroom flower? Yeah. No. I've. Uh, I think I played almost every level. Fifteen thousand coins. <laughs> Alright, well, I, I also did a bunch of Coin Rush, too, so if you didn't do Coin Rush, that would make sense. I did not do a bunch of Coin Rush. Every time I try, I die on the third one, and then don't want to do another three levels. Alright, fair enough, that makes sense. But, like, every run-through of Coin Rush earns me about 10,000 coins, so... Are you just, like, using, like, the gold fire flower a ton or something? No. Okay, well, in Coin Rush, it's different, because if you get the top of the flagpole, you get times two. So that multiplies all your coins. If you get it three times, you, you get like a ass ton of coins. Okay, yeah, did not know that. There you go. And I've also been getting all like the all three star coins, so I'll keep going through levels if I miss one and try to find where all the secret exits are. Okay. So you're not spending star coins, are you? No I am. Don't 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 do that. Well okay, how many do I need at the end of the game? Ninety. I have fifty six currently and I've opened every gate so far. Okay. Alright, I'm just saying because... There's a weird set amount of coins. I don't know what happens if you get to the world 9 and don't have 90. Maybe you can't. Maybe there's I, not enough places to open. The rate I'm going with coin spending, I think I'm going to be fine. Because looking at the map now, I'm, I'm in a flower world, and there's only one door that says use 5 coins, because I think I already opened the other one. And looking at world 4, which I haven't even started yet, there is 1, 2, 3, 4 gates that take 5 coins each. That's a lot of coins. True, but there's also about... Okay, about, well, like, six stages. Yeah, I wasn't is... getting all three in every stage. I was usually getting one or two. Uh, but just make sure you finish World Eight with ninety. Otherwise, you can't get into World Nine. Yeah, I have. I have a feeling it won't be a problem. I can't see Nintendo designing a game where you can't get into the final stage if you were playing along normally. That'd be really dumb of them. So yeah, I'm really enjoying the game, but it is some Mario ass Mario. Like they took no risks at all in the game. Like the art style is the same. The art style same. The music is. Same for the most part. They added some more instruments to it, basically. That's actually one of the biggest beasts I've been hearing. Is the music is just really redundant and it doesn't is. have any real. Yeah. It, to it from what I remember, it's pretty much the exact same soundtrack to like New Super Mario Brothers Wii. Yeah, but with like extra intimate instruments and vocal bits. So like you know how like the like ba, ba, ba. yeah exactly that that's yeah, okay. all they've added some extra ones to that. Okay. It's not my favorite stuff, but whatever. Dude, Super Mario World had some dope tunes. You should just go back to that, remix it. I don't know. I don't know. The gold, the gold mushroom's fun and stuff like that, though, so, I mean, it's not bad, it's just... I don't know. know it, it, it's a, no it's a Mario game I'm good for. No, there is. In I've already gotten, like, three. Or where, are you, where are you getting these? Okay, no, so you, do you know those stages that have pipes that have exclamation marks on them? No. Yes, well, there yes you I do, yes I do. And you... Yes, every, oh, okay. every time you shoot fireballs in that, it spits out a Mega Mushroom or three 1-Ups. Oh, okay. I've got, like, three 1-Ups exclusively. Uh, no. Like, yeah, the first eight, I think 1-2 or 1-3 is the first time you can get a Mega Mushroom. I've, I've gotten it at least three times yeah, so far. Okay. So it's just, it's just okay. comfort food, right? It's just, if you want some side-scrolling Mario, here's more of it. There's coins... But yeah, don't, apparently don't like the, the uh, thing you get for getting a million coins is pretty garbage. It's like just a new title screen. Right. Yeah. So but a lot then, of people were pretty upset about that. 
Yeah. Like, that's what you think for now, but then later in the year, Nintendo emails all of you. It's like, hey, 500 coins. <laughs> that, that, actually, I could see them maybe doing that. That'd be kind of neat, but... Bonus coin promotion for their coin I, game. I wouldn't be surprised if they just left it at the title screen. That seems like a Nintendo thing to do. Oh, okay. Yeah, this title like, kind of seems just like a pretty throwaway. But, but I mean, it, it's a good game regardless. If you like Mario, you'll like it. Right, yeah, no. Like, when I was writing my review, it was kind of, this is pretty short because, dude, come on, it's Mario. You know what, you know exactly <laughs> yeah, you get, what this it's is. Like, you play a little man in a red hat and blue overalls, and you run stop, Yeah, stop me if you've right. heard this one before. You can jump. I haven't. What is this Mario that you speak of? Uh, he's he's Italian. He, like, lives in Brooklyn or something. They don't really why, get why would an Italian live in Brooklyn? Though. That's crazy. Yeah, that's you have to read the books to get that stuff, though. They don't really get it. <laughs> the back read, the, read the extended Mario lore. Yeah. Uh, him and his brother, they sleep a lot. He's got a brother? Yeah, he's a bit taller. I don't know if he's in this one. Actually, he's scared of ghosts. Luigi in this one? Yeah, Luigi's in it. Uh, I believe if you beat the game, you can... Yeah, you have to like hold down a couple buttons when you start your game after you beat it. Yeah, okay. plus you can play the game co-op, and one player is Luigi, the other player is Mario. Yeah, I didn't get the chance to Now I'm just to thinking that. back to... I had these like choose-your-own-adventure Mario and Luigi books, and one of them... I had, is... I had one of those too. They were so good. They were actually pretty good, and I just remember one specifically describes Luigi as being super lazy, and he sleeps 17 hours a day. <laughs> that like... is impressive. It's like, alright. But then when does you... he do all of his ghost hunting? I, in those this is well hours, before ghost hunting. He wakes up. That game's short too, so that fits within his timetable. <laughs> I don't know. I I just love the beginning, like where they show uh, Princess Peach getting kidnapped. She's like Mario, Luigi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's like two player. Luigi jumps in. Have you played multiplayer either of you with this stuff? No. Um, I'm probably gonna get my first chance to do it next week. But it has that chaos-y kind of thing. Sort over. of, but not as much because it's only two players. Oh, uh, yeah. Apparently you also have the fight for camera control as well. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, but you do get double the coins if you're playing co-op. Okay. Yeah, and I didn't have the hey, opportunity. No one had the if game. you want even more Mario, stay tuned for the Wii U. We're just gonna you, know, you know what? I'm excited for that just because of how fun that thing is to play in four players. I hope, I hope they do some new stuff, though. I don't know. There's new suits in that one, though, right? Isn't there? Uh, there's sort of... the flying squirrel suit. Yeah. Which is, okay. I think, basically just the Tanuki suit. But you can kind of glide down, so it's kind of like a cape. You glide down, and I think you get a double jump. I think that's the trick for that one. I don't think this one can fly. Okay. And that's the only suit I remember. I don't know that's if they the announced any other ones. And, like, ice flowers and all that, but that's been in other ones. Yeah. I would like to see them put in Mega Mushrooms with the four players thing, because that would be chaotic. Four giant dudes... Or no, just one, and like he runs around crushing all his friends or whatever. Right. All right, so that's Mario. Yeah, and the other game I played was Sound Shapes. How much of that did you actually play? Uh, I played through the uh, couple of the main stages, or the first album they give you. Okay. And I played uh, some of the back ones. Cool. I, I I have to go back to that. My PSN was screwing up when I was playing it. Admit, admittedly, I was more excited for Beck than I was Dead Mouse. I think that's fine. I think I, you I should almost play the Beck levels whatever. last because they're just kind of so different than everything else. It's kind of surprising that it's not on the game Yeah, I, I realized that because I did Beck as soon as I could, and then I jumped back to the main the main mode or the first album. I was like, wow, I really should have done them in order. Yeah, do them in order. I don't know. I, I might jump to the Dead Mouse one later. I might just see. I tried a couple online maps too, ones that people made. People were trying to make like 
Mario's theme yeah. and like the Star Wars they, they're theme. They're not great. But... No, not at all. We need to jump in there, make real user created stuff. What are awesome. you playing? I, I th- uh, Vita. Okay. Um, so actually, that's the best place actually. But... Yeah, the Vita version is actually pretty good if you want to use the construction mode because like you can just use the back screen to like spin around your items and just change their back size touch and everything. It seems a lot. Back touch is just dumb in everything so far. Well, that's the first game I've played that actually uses it, so... Uh, Luminous had it. Oh, right. And it was basically just I, a button. For some reason, I had just forgotten about that. Um, I'm like... Just a quick re-backtrack uh, to Mario. Did you play with 3D on? No. Okay. I don't know so why you So sound liking it? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um... Controls are a little awkward at some points, especially when you're sticking on things. There's I have a this bit bad of a habit of the beginning. I got pretty used to it. Yeah, I, I have this bad habit of always trying to want to run, and you can't run if you're sticking to a ceiling or anything. So it always screws me up. Yeah, you just fall. And there's off. and this weird feeling of momentum with the run too. I don't know if you felt that or not. No, to be honest, I didn't like, run that much because I was like near that like second half of the game. You're just jumping from like platform to platform for the most part. Fair enough. So, and I need run. to play it some more. I'll probably do that this week. It's good. Yeah, I, know, I, know, I really enjoy it. If you have a PS3 or a Vita, I highly recommend getting it. Yeah, yeah downloadable it's games this summer. I know, it's really weird. Speaking of downloadable games, has anyone tried any of the stuff from that PlayStation Play thing? Like Soundshapes. We, well, yeah, Soundshapes. Well, besides dope. that, sorry, I should say uh, besides that. I have Papo EO on my PS3 waiting till I finish Dust, and Nathan's been playing Counter-Strike. Yes, Nathan, what have you been playing? Oh, uh, yeah, I played the, some of that Counter-Strike uh, Global Offensive, which, uh, it's, it's, okay, I played a bunch of Counter-Strike Source, like, seven years ago, um, so this is kind of a big nostalgia rush for me, like, just play that Midnight Brown playlist over and over, shoot some guys, have an awesome time. Um, the physics stuff is the one thing I'm noticing right away, they've kind of toned down, because in, in Source, you could kind of glitch out stuff where you're, like, moving barrels over the bomb, so it just makes it impossible to disarm or something. I'm sure they patched all that subsequently. But now you just can't move anything. Um, so it's a shooter. You guys play? It's a sh- it, Yeah, first-person shooter. They added the gun game kind of thing into as one of the main modes, so that's really fun. I've been the, playing that. The gun more. game? Uh, that's where you basically have to get a kill with every weapon. Um, and you level up, so it starts you with, like, a crappy SMG. You kill a guy, you get a slightly less crappy SMG. Like, you go through every single weapon in the game, and then it ends with a knife. And then... Oh, that kind of sounds fun, actually. It's pretty awesome. And the first team to have a player go through all the levels wins. So it's kind of a frantic little thing. Uh, Shotguns, though, I'm not good with those yet, so that kind of slows me down every single time. So So is this scratching your nostalgia itch? Uh, yeah, it's like some of the same maps that I remember. Um, it plays very similarly, T versus ZT, all that stuff. And yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm quite enjoying it for like for a Steam multiplayer thing. It's kind of my go-to thing right now. Okay, so I, you're playing the PC then? Yeah, I'm playing on the PC, but I guess uh, the PS3 version has keyboard support as well, which is really weird. So I think you can actually play against other people and be on a level playing field. I was playing with the 360 controller for a while. But you just no, <laughs> like I was, I was not doing as well that way. I, I like I could I could do okay, but you just need that kind of faster switching around. 
point, and that dude's kind of, like, you just need that extra response time. Um, I guess, yeah, I, the reason I say it's my go-to multiplayer thing is because, like, I've been still kind of tinkering with Team Fortress 2. They did just add the man versus machine mode. Um, How is that? I, I watched the TNT last night, and yeah, looked looked interesting. It's okay. It, it's it's like the wave based multiplayer thing. Um, but they there's kind of an additional thing like they the robot army, the robot hordes that you're fighting, they can win by just getting a bomb to a certain point, and then they blow up your base. So it's also a tower defense kind of thing happening at the same time. Okay. So. It's it's all right. Like it took me a while to kind of find a class I was enjoying. Like I was started with the scout and I was just doing really bad. Um, then I think I was just playing soldier or something. But now I'm I'm generally going with heavy just because he has a big gun and he's funny. So I like that guy. So you're you're playing all this on your couch in front of your TV, right? Yeah. What yeah. are you doing for the like the keyboard and the mouse? Uh, like like are you I have, have a, a desk there? I have a wireless keyboard. You just putting it on your lap or what? Yeah, just kind of on my lap. I'm doing it right now. That's it's weird. On my lap. That just seems like you'd be I, off balance. For uh, you only need a few buttons for it. So, but like I'm thinking, like for controller. Counter Strike, isn't it kind of Twitch gaming? Wouldn't you gotta really? Well, for the mouse, really be into that. My, well, for well, moving in that too, because you gotta use WASD. Yeah, it's just WASD, and then Q is switch weapons. So, okay, space All right. jump. I would think I you would want a desk coming sturdier. I don't know. I've been I've been doing okay. I'm okay. Comfortable well, I mean, if you're doing okay, then more power to you. But yeah, yeah, I'm I'm not too worried about it. It's better than the weird, awkward control schemes I was trying to gin up. Although I will say, like, despite it not working super well, they are like the the controller support in Counter Strike was awesome. It was just like you tickle the controller, and it's just like, oh, you're doing that, and then it switches the interface, and you can just start doing that. So that that was kind of neat. Um, but yeah, so. I guess briefly backtracking a bit, I played a little bit of Crisis on the 360, and I did not know that was on the 360, and it looks kind of okay there, despite it not being a top-tier PC or whatever, but for first-person shooty type stuff. I don't know how I feel about the actual gameplay, but it's that open-world physics thing. Did you guys ever play Crisis? Do I even really No, I keep meaning it? to, though. Because they put the first one on XBLA, didn't they? Uh, yeah, I guess that's where Paul got it. It was just on his hard drive. I was like, oh, weird, I didn't know this was here. Um... I, I I was impressed by just kind of like, hey, it's it, kind of a neat tropical setting for shooters. So you don't see that all the time. But, but man, aren't it, you a fan of like Far Cry One? I well, no. Well, I know you're a bigger fan of two, but like, didn't you like one as well, which was actually set on an island? One was okay, but like they got into all that weird kind of super, like not supernatural, but weird experiments and kind of weird monsters and stuff. And I just was like, ah, it's kind of dumb. Um, and I guess this is going into the direction of aliens and stuff, so. I wasn't really feeling the story, even though I only played it for like an hour, but it looks nice, so that's Crisis. Um, sorry, back to Steam multiplayer, I played some more Killing 4, and shot zombies and stuff. I didn't do very well, but, you know, maybe I'll figure it out at some point. Um, and a couple weeks ago, I finally got a component cable for my Wii. Okay. So, I just kind of wanted to look at that and see if there's like a big difference. Not much, maybe, but I guess it was an excuse to play some Wii stuff, so I played some new Super Mario Bros. Wii, just because I guess everyone's playing Mario Bros. right now. All right. So I just wanted to be part of that. I don't know. Just uh, by yourself? kind of like, yeah, just kind of by myself, which makes that game kind of boring and kind of easy. And yeah, I don't know. How do you, how, like, that game I played through the whole thing on multiplayer, so me playing it by myself is kind of 
It's a different thing. I played, you guys like that one? I played through that whole game on single player. Did you like it? Y- yeah. Well, it was Mario. You go through it. Well, for me, you go through it and you're done. Yeah. Just, I don't know. They just don't have the secrets and stuff. Okay, did that one have eight worlds? I don't remember. You said this new one has only six, right? Six and then like three special worlds. It's weird. What happened to eight and then Star World? I don't know. I don't know. Art style. On on the Wii? Yeah. Have you guys played any of the art style games? No, yeah, I love PictoBits. PictoBits is fantastic. Okay, I did. I, did, I, I just I realized I had 600 Nintendo points on there, and I wasn't sure which one to get. But I was I was told Light Tracks is kind of like Tron. Second. I haven't tried any of the Wii ones. The PictoBits and ZenGage and stuff like that—they're all on the DSi and 3DS. Okay. Um. I, yeah, it, it was. It's kind of neat. It's it's just got a real simple look to it. And pretty cool music, and it's just kind of a racing game. And you're just kind of, you're a little line, like it was, like like the Tron like cycles thing is fair, except if you crash into someone else's line, you don't die, you just slow okay. down. Um, and yeah, you're just kind of racing around through, like, up walls, and then it turns, and there's kind of weird perspective, like, grid, uh, like, vector kind of graphic look to it. It, it was It was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I was just kind of also just looking through the Wii store. That thing is not organized very well. I don't know if you guys have looked at that. It's hard to find anything. It's just a giant... Like, they don't list everything for you. You kind of have to be flipping through a lot of pages to go through the whole catalog. Yeah, I think I never really had to look. I just There was one thing I wanted, so I just searched yeah, I was just kind of hoping to stumble on some weird stuff that I didn't know was going on, and I just kind of found art style and was like, oh, right, I heard these were good. So I decided that was probably a safe investment. And yeah, it was pretty fun. Um, that was all kind of me trying to download Majora's Mask, which I eventually did, but I have yet to go actually go back and play that. Remember when that was free? It was the coins thing or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of Zelda, Darksiders 2. All right. I uh, played some more of that. Um, it's it's pretty good. Sean, have you tried yours? Not yet. Uh, Papo okay. EO is next, and then that's following. Okay. Like, I got past the boss battle stuff I was having problems with and went through some dungeons and things. I, I think I was just kind of lost last time I played it. I couldn't find where to go. Um, so that's not amazing, but I, I could probably just fast travel there or something. Um, but yeah, collecting loot, leveling up possessed weapons... Uh, jumping and going around. I actually kind of like the outfit I have right now. Um, there's some weird shit. I, it's a big epic adventure, and it, it's pretty great. Um, next is kind of odd. This is a two SNK Playmore uh, PlayStation Minis that I was I was given codes for, so I decided to check those out and look into what they're all about. Uh, which, these are hmm. Which one? Uh, the a Chopper One. And mm-hmm. the next space. Uh, if those are the minis from SNK Playmore, those are their previous arcade games before they started making like King of Fighters and stuff like that. Yeah, these are from the late '80s, and I'd never heard of them. Uh, they're both kind of bullet hell shooter type things. Um, yeah, Chopper One, you're just kind of flying over a river like it was River Raid or something, uh, and shooting up all sorts of stuff. The thing I, the issue I had with both of these games is your vehicle seems like it's too big. Like, it was just hard to avoid anything. Cause well, you... 
keep in mind this is the 80s. So everything was bigger? No, everything was just more difficult. So like they probably did that to make it harder and have you put in more money. Put in more quarters, yeah. The, these totally seem like just, dude, you gotta give us like 20, 30 bucks to finish this game if you really care enough. Because, yeah, I died so many times in Next Space specifically. I actually played through all of Next Space just because it's sci-fi themed and I'm kinda, I kinda like that. It's kinda robots and stuff. It was, it was okay. I guess you can also put these on your PlayStation Portable. Uh, this also just made me curious, has anyone checked out the PlayStation Minis stuff in general? Like, what um, other stuff do they have there? I, cool. I looked at the list, didn't see anything interested in me, but we have one on our PS3. I can't remember what game it is. It's like some Switch game or something like that, and that was kind of fun. Okay. Yeah, these are just like three-buck little bite-sized things. Yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't looked into any of them, but I remember Patrick Klebeck talking about... There was a quick look of one, something the word heart was in the title that he was pretty into. Oh, okay. So I kind of was interested in that. I haven't played any of the minis, though, no. Like, just... Me and just being on PlayStation more, I kind of just want to see what else has been going on this past couple of years. But, uh, yeah, the, like, uh, space, the next space particularly, like, I was looking at how much of the screen I was kind of occupying, and I think it's like an eighth is just the width of your ship. So you're just kind of, like, awkwardly trying to navigate around stuff. And they keep throwing you new power-ups and things, but you're kind of just switching for different ones, so it's not as kind of a deep system as Gradius or something. But I guess at the end of it, both of them weren't especially great, but if you have nostalgia for these old arcade games, maybe it's worth three bucks, and maybe it'll, you know, you can carry around your pocket if you're into that, but again, PSP, so if you're still carrying around PSP, that's interesting, I guess, I don't know. Um, but yeah, just little bite-sized things. I'm curious to checking out more of like what else is available, but those two particular ones didn't really jump out at me, but yeah. Um, and then I just today, well, actually just last night, started playing 10 Million, which is uh, this new iPhone game that recently came out. It's like Infinite Runner slash uh, Puzzle Quest type game combined. What is Infinite Runner? Mechanics. Oh, like Cannibal stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Like that kind of like hey, we found a type of iPhone game that works, or Jetpack Joyride, if you will. There's a lot of comparisons to be made to Jetpack yep. Joyride, actually. They give you objectives and things each time you do a run, and you get bonus money and all this stuff. But yeah, it's kind of the RPG layer over the top of it that makes it more interesting. But at the same time, like, it's just kind of hectic in a new way, because you're frantically doing this slide puzzle. So you can, like, okay, you're, okay you know Cannibal, dude's running. Yep. Right? Here it will be like, you're running, and then you encounter a skeleton. Now you need to line up a bunch of swords in your slide puzzle, like it was Bejeweled or something, in order to kill that guy quickly before he pushes you off the screen. Um, you kill that guy, then you keep running, you get to a treasure chest. Now you need two keys, so you need to match up two different key sets of three, or one set of four, which is like, a, hey, match four, you got bonus key. Open that, you also get items as you're going. There's just a lot going on, but it's kind of it's still working okay. Maybe maybe it's the my iPhone or whatever. Maybe it'd be better on iPad or something. But I'm having some trouble lining up the tiles sometimes. But generally speaking, it's nice to see them kind of iterating on this established formula and making it a little more interesting again. Um, and yeah, kind of simple art style, uh, very pixelated, whatever. Kind of like Pitfall or something. Yeah, I'm but, looking at it right yeah. now. I was also like thinking about checking into that new Pitfall game, but it looks more like it's going for Temple Run type stuff. But either way, like iPhone games. The ten million though is two bucks. Um 
I initially I was getting really frustrated with it. I'll be honest, like I was just losing almost instantly. But you start kind of upgrading your weapons and your combo abilities and all this stuff, so you get better as as it goes. And you're building your character and stuff, and you can do better and better runs. So it's it's a neat variation on that cool. stuff. So I recommend that. Um, and that was it, really. Like it's kind of a lot, but I was kind of not spending too much time with any one of those. It was just little check-ins here and there. So yeah. Uh, game of the week, ten million. Game of the week is dust. Game of the week is Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Game of the week is Mario. You can't have two game games of the, week of the week. You have to pick one. You're right. I, I, game of the week is every game this week. Yeah. Chopper 1. No. <laughs> okay, maybe not that one. Art style light tracks is pretty cool, too. I don't know. There's a lot of good games I was playing. So Nathan, what's your game now. of the week? Okay, if I had to choose one game this week just because of all that nostalgia, Counter-Strike Go. All right. More people should have it so I can play it more. But, Okay. News time? News time. Are we doing news or are we going to do PAX Talk? Or That's after news. news. No, we're, we're saving oh, okay. it for after because some of our news will be reflected in PAX Talk. Fair so, enough. Yeah. All right. In news, Nintendo Power is unfortunately ceasing publication after 24 years. Now, is that really unfortunate? That's my question. It's it's just kind of, it's one of those, like, wow, times have changed. It's like when Blockbuster went under. Right, but it seems like everyone's getting sad, but how many of these people were subscribing still? Well, still may be a different thing, but, like, everyone had at some point had some sort of nostalgia for Nintendo Power. Right, but everyone already said, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I know. I, I was subscribed from, like, 2002 to, like, 2005. Yeah, I think I was around the exact same time. It's and I still loved it. sad. Well, it, I don't know if sad's the right word, but it's it's still like, huh, all right. Like, I get a little, you know, just a little kind of nostalgic, just kind of looking back. And like, Magazines, print media, remember those? Yeah, I, I guess that's true. What weirds me out, though, is finding out Nintendo Power is almost as old as I am. Yeah, there you go. Like, when, when was your Nintendo Power time, John? Did you get um, into that? Getting those little the, posters? The N64 era. Pretty much, I had I had a subscription for pretty much the whole N64 era. Reading those cheat codes. And mine was, that I can remember, primarily would have been a lot of Game Boy Advance and some GameCube, I want to say. Mine was Game Boy Advance, yeah. GameCube. Yeah. Like, the one that sold me was there was this giant, like, this huge cover of just, like, all the games that were coming to GameCube, and it was just all these characters, and Godzilla was in the background. And I was just like, hell yeah, I gotta buy this. And then I would just, that was it. I took that home from the mall. And I was I was in for a couple years anyway. But yeah, at some point I just realized like they're only reporting on Nintendo news, and there's so much more going on. And I also found this website called Gamespot, and they talk about all of it. It's yeah. weird. And like every and it's, like, day. Three. Yeah, and I get the news like three weeks before I see it again in the Nintendo Power. So what am I doing? So yeah, no, it totally makes sense that they're going under, but I'm still totally gonna buy that last issue, dude. I'm not gonna lie. Oh really? I, you know, yeah, I, I hadn't thinking, even thought of that, that, but that might be kind of cool just to pick up. The last issue for those who remember is December 2012. I don't know if that's coming out December or if it'll just be titled their December one, and it might be out like uh, October. It, it'll November. be titled December and come out like a week early. Well, or like I think that's November usually how it works. Magazines usually come out the like, month beforehand. Yeah, but I'll I'll, be, I'll look around for it. Yeah, you know, if I, I actually find might one, do that. Totally... Well, they're like what eight bucks. Is it? Something sure. Six, I, I believe that. I don't want to say they were ten. Magazines I don't, are I don't know. $10. It's been a long time since I bought a magazine. Yeah, what do you... Me too. 
That's I bought a sticker magazine, but it was like four bucks. But that's a sticker magazine. Yeah. Anyway, Sparkle why are you saying World, sticker magazine like that? Just because I feel a little self-conscious about buying sticker magazines at twenty-five, but not that self-conscious. So I'm still talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, safe way. Right. Check it out. Um, well, what were these stickers? Uh, they had uh, like ponies on them, and I put them on my laptop. Somehow so, I knew it was gonna be ponies. Check the Twitter for all that awesome news. But yeah, okay. Uh, Nintendo Power's gone. It yeah, it's it had a lot of history. It's, it's a lot of gaming stuff came like, out of that. I don't know people You're right. that were buying that. But do, does Nintendo have like a strong online blogging presence? I'm sure they do because everyone does. Not really. Like Nintendo. Nintendo, my Nintendo Club. No, that site only has so much information. Like there are there are better Nintendo centric websites out there than actually okay. Nintendo's website. I was big on their forums and stuff for a while too. I was I was way in the Nintendo for a couple years there. Yeah, huh. yeah. And yeah, you got those posters. I'll I'll never not have. Yeah, those. they actually used to give out like poster books, like with just tons of posters in it, and that was it. Yep. Cool. Howard and Nestor. Oh, See you God, later, man. Nestor, that's going back a ways. Yeah, I I had some old ones from a friend of mine too. Oh, weird! I heard about this. I'm surprised they're not okay. just doing what every other magazine's doing. Like, hey, we're going to a digital magazine, but maybe they're like, mm-hmm. those don't really work either, so we're just cutting our losses now. Well, I think the company that owns them is uh, splitting up the company and putting them all into the ones that work, like Game Informer. Yeah. Until that goes okay. down, because it will. It's going to go down. Calling it now. I don't yeah, know. Absolutely. With them getting supported through. Uh, through GameStop, I think they're going to be okay. Alright, maybe they, make me hear a better thing to say. Books, yeah. they're going down. Well, they're becoming digital, like, Kindles and things, right? Like, that that's going to happen. So you're going to get a sweet uh, Game Informer iPad app. Yeah. Or rather, uh, Windows Surface, because that's the new thing. Maybe. I don't know. Not right now. Not right now. But okay, the Nintendo Power is not the only one in trouble. PopCap apparently is in trouble, too. I, I hadn't heard about this, but apparently, like, a large number of the employees are being laid off, around half? Yeah, weird, right? Like, I thought they were kind of just doing great. And they three. and they had just this week announced uh, Plans vs. Zombies 2. Yeah. And here's so, the thing, aren't they owned by EA now? So, like, what's going on with yeah. EA? Because BioWare is having a bunch of cuts, now PopCap is. There's, like, yeah, there's some just general weird rumblings, like, dude, you have no idea how hard... Uh, Star Wars The Old Republic just ruined them, so they're just not doing well at all. But that might be over, over out of proportion or whatever, but I guess that game costs a lot of money, and it's not making back that investment. So. Well, it's an MMO they worked on for like five plus years, wasn't it? Yeah, and that license is huge and all that, and it's going free to play, which is when cheapskates like me will play it. Well, apparently, like, some games earn better revenue through that, like uh, DC... What's that one that came out on the PS3? DC Universe? Yeah, remember? apparently that earned like a 700% profit increase when oh, they went, went free, free to play. play? Oh, okay. Not just player increase, it was actually... No, profit increase of all things. People are buying weird superhero hats. Okay. I, I guess. I, I'm not... Yeah, I wasn't really sure to the extent of this uh, PopCap stuff, but it sounds like they aren't doing so well, which... They, I guess I can just say it now. Like The only reason I was kind of relating this to PAX stuff is because they have a panel scheduled for their... So, are they going to be there? They'll like, probably be there, but, like, most people who are there will be asking about all this. Or it's like, you know, of those six people that were on the panel, is it like, hey, uh, there's four of us now. Don't don't ask about that. That's <laughs> really something. sad. Yeah, I know, yeah. but it's just like, 
weird, right? Like, we're a week away from this big thing. I, the only reason I think that could even be, like, true is because the first PAX I went to, there was, uh, remember, like, This Is Vegas, that game that was supposed to come out from Midway? Yeah. Like, there was a panel scheduled, and I wanted to go see it, but then I guess this was right when Midway was starting to crumble. So they're just like, and that panel doesn't exist anymore. So, have fun. Like, this panel is closed. And I was like, oh, Do you think okay. this will affect the coverage of Popcat cone hats at video game conferences? I like think that's actually where they, they earn their money. It's just through the hats. But those are free. Yeah. I had one, and then I was like, why do like, I have those? Are, those are free to play it. hats. Free to yeah. play hats. They just give them out. But yeah, but giving you a free to play hat means you will spend money on the uh, on the incremental DLC, like buying the game itself. Maybe. Right. And I did eventually buy two copies of Plants vs. Zombies, so maybe there you go. The hat, get hat Plants paid out for them. Too. I probably will, dude. I played that game a lot. It's a great podcasting game. It's just a great game. British people talk about music. It's good. It's good. Yep. There's sunflowers and everything. So, yeah, it, it, I, for me, it was just kind of a weird blindside thing because they've always been, like, one of the big success stories in mobile games. Yeah. And yep. to see them kind of be like, we're actually not doing that good is just kind of weird. Yeah. Like, who's next? I don't know. Like, Team Meat, they're actually not doing well at all. They've been lying this whole time. Minecraft is actually bankrupt. Like, I don't It's weird. <laughs> All right, continuing this lying whole downward spiral of depressing news stories. Uh, yeah. Wipeout? Oh, yeah. Might as well oh, go God, for the hat yeah. trick of closures. Man, yeah. Uh, John, you have more history with PlayStation, maybe, so go. go. All right, yeah. so I don't know if any of you guys have heard of a company called Psygnosis. I didn't know that that was their name, but... Yeah, their they were yeah. really, really big in, like, the Amiga era. Okay. So, like, they published tons and tons of... Amiga and PC games, and then they made the move over to consoles, and we got a bunch of good series out of them. Most people will probably know them now for Wipeout. Yeah. And they publish stuff like Lemmings and some oh, other games. Oh, based on the games. ABC television show. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That Kinect game was awful. <laughs> That's, I thought it was a Wii game primarily, but... It's also a Wii yeah. game that was really yeah. popular. I think yep. it's on all the systems, isn't it? Doritos Crash right. Course. Much better Wipeout game. <laughs> True, but okay. To be clear, we're talking about awesome future racing with oh, you amazing mean intercap- electronic. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, because okay. wipeout. The oh, oh wipeout for the show was just one word. Yeah. No, oh, I didn't know that. I feel like I learned something here. Oh, today. There you go. Yeah. I got that PlayStation Three one. The downloadable one. It's pretty good. I got Wipeout Twenty Forty Eight, the Vita one. There you go. You got your their last game. I have both so, their PSP that's the, ones. That's depressing. It's their last game. Is it great right. or bad? I, I think we said, yeah. hey, have you heard of these guys? They were pretty awesome. Uh, they closed after 28 years. So. Yeah, so they've been around for almost 30 years. They're like one of the oldest companies around. Yeah. Sony Liverpool now, and that, that's it. That's the end of the I thought they were doing okay. I, I've never heard anyone say, ugh, wipeout. That sucks. I think the only problem with the Vita Wipeout was that it had bad load times, but yeah, everything I else did, Wipeout. I did hear that. I did experience that briefly, too, actually, in the demo when I played. Um, okay, this is the main thing I hear about in relation to Wipeout, and I don't know if I'm overstating it or not. Is it is it fair to say it really helped introduce the Western world to, like, Chemical Brothers and Daft Punk and stuff? Like, the, the PlayStation 1 one specifically? I have no Probably. idea. Probably. It had a lot of techno music, and I remember, I think, Wipeout 3. I've got a copy of Wipeout 3 here. I think it advertises some music. Let's find out. Okay. Just the main thing, Maybe. yeah. I have no like, idea. I don't know. 
like I'd mention Wipeout to people, and they'd be like, "Dude, yeah, I love that soundtrack," or something. Like it was, it was kind of like Shatter in that way of like people con- they liked the game, but dude, the soundtrack was like the legacy. Soundtrack featuring the Chemical Brothers, Orbital, Underworld, Propeller Heads, Paul Van Dyke, and new mixes by world-renowned DJ Sasha. Okay, and I this think is Prodigy, from Wipeout Three for the PS One. I think Prodigy was on the first one too. Like I ended up buying that first game just because I I heard it had that kind of reputation. I like that music quite a bit, so if it in some way relates to this, thumbs up. But yeah, but okay, that later things going more down. Cool racing games. Yeah, yeah. Connect is price dropping. Oh, okay. I was like, I only thought there was one story left, so I was a little confused for a second there. Connect is going down. Connect price drop. It is down fifty fifty bucks or forty bucks. Forty. So now it is a hundred and ten dollars or hundred and nine ninety nine. Just now. Is it cheap enough all, yet? All three of us have connects. I all three not, of us have connects, don't we? No, I do not yet have a connect, oh. and I'm not sure at this point if it's a good investment because people complain about probably it. Probably not. This close to the next console, yeah. people compl- Well, well I mean, would you buy a PlayStation Move? Uh, they haven't really done stuff with it that I'm too. Yeah, no, even at this point, I would still sooner get a connect over a Move because I own. Okay, it. but I, I would say if you don't have a connect at this point, just wait it out. I guess there's Johan Sebastian Joust or whatever, but yeah. uh I mean for like the Connect there's the Happy Action T V coming out soon. That's true. I did like Happy Action Theater too, but that's kind of a thing now I can like I'm gonna go visit my friends who have one and then play it there, but I guess I could. I, I don't know. I'm not I'm I'm this is not near the top of my list of things I wanna buy with hundred and ten dollars, so yeah. Thanks though, Microsoft. I appreciate the thought trying to get me in on that. But uh yeah, not 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 right now. All right, our one right. not depressing Last... news. Yay! I, well, it could lead to be depressing. You never know. Wait, why uh, is the Connect being cheaper? Depressing. Well, it just it has like a downward shape. <laughs> oh, it's okay. not doing as good. Okay, Microsoft's losing money or something. Maybe. Yay! All right, but. Okay, yeah, you're right. Ne- next story, there's nothing really bad going okay. on. Okay, our last news story is Nintendo is holding a major press event for the Wii U on September 13th. And according to previous history, this is when we're going to find out when the date for the release date for the system is and the price and maybe the launch well, titles. Well, they're just they're speculating that might be what they're going to announce because apparently they did this last year for the 3DS, kind of just said, hey, we're doing an event, and that ended up being where they learned all that. But th- at this point... They, they, they also did the same to. thing for the Wii. They did the exact same thing for the Wii as well. Like, yeah, I was So, just, yeah, there's like, history for this. They they need to announce the Wii U price, right? Because, like, we think it's going to be around $300, but we don't know that. Like, they could totally drop a bombshell on us and be like, you know, $4.99. It's like, it's not... What? Because people are already barely interested in that thing. It's If they say $4.99, they're dead in the water. They're done. Yeah. They can't do that. So... I can't see, we'll see. it being more than 400 yeah, they, they got to do pack-ins and stuff too. Like they need to convince people this is a good idea because they they have a small window here to get a big fan base, right? So yeah, we'll see. So I'm, I'm th- is, like, I think a lot of us are leaning towards 300, like you said. Yeah, hopefully this is like a week before TGS, but I guess Nintendo doesn't really roll with TGS. Seems to be the pattern. They they kind of waver back and forth on that one. Yeah. So this is unofficially Space World. Yeah. Okay. Probably I'd go with that, too. Yeah. All right, and that's it for news. Now, do we have any questions? Uh, well, we had PAX Breakdown. breakdown. Oh, right, PAX breakdown. breakdown. So let's hit up PAX. Uh, what are we all checking out? I have a giant list, but 
I guess I'll let you guys kind of go through, and I'll see what's also on there, and then I'll bring up mine, maybe. Like, what what panels and things do you guys want to see? Like, John, I, John, are you going to check out those Runaway guys on Friday? I I don't think I have a choice. Okay. So that's on my list. But there's yeah. so much going on. Or like, I know. It's it's in, like, the best and worst spot at the same time. Because, like, okay, the one thing I'm, like, really debating if I have to duck out and go check out in, like, is Double Fine's adventure thing is happening at 1, which is right mm-hmm. after. So, like... Well, I mean, like, it's an hour block, so... Yeah. But at the same time, I'm I'm debating whether I'll see anything useful there, because it sounds like they'll be focusing on the documentary stuff. And so like, it's mostly going to be two-player productions. Okay. Which I'm not I'm not disinterested in asking those guys about making a documentary, but they're also screening stuff there, and it's just like, dude, I'm already a back, backer, so I've seen all this. So how much of your hour are you going to spend showing me things I've already seen? And, you know, like how small of a Q&A is it and stuff, so I really don't know what I'm going to do. But yeah, and Destructoid starts half hour after you do. Hmm. But um, I okay. So, but, okay, John, okay. you're going to be on that panel. What this else? is the last yeah. episode going up before PAX, so just plug it. Where are you? Where are you? Gonna, where is it? What time? Uh, Friday at noon, and I believe the Pegasus Theater, which is in the hotel next to the convention center. Okay, okay. And it's an hour long. Yeah, it's an hour long. Uh, we're probably just going to be chatting a bit, and then we're going to be running like a game show type thing where. Uh, we have people do trivia questions and video game challenges, and whoever does the best gets special prize. Cool. Uh, prize. I'm definitely going to be there to see it. I don't sure. have anything. I uh, I read uh, on my Twitter feed after we posted last week that Paul, one of our friends, is thinking of just bringing a runaway guy or not runaway guys, a top down perspective sign. Oh, like we mentioned last time or whatever. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping like people just start bringing like signs that looks like a wrestling match when you're just kind of. <laughs> Here's a folding chair. Yeah! Like TDP 316. Exactly, there you go. TDP 316. Runaway Guys 316. What is 316? Uh, John 316. It was like a thing people would carry around on signs at games. I don't know why. Uh, Because at one point, uh, like, uh, it was like Austin 316 was another thing as well because of wrestling. Oh, there you go. Steve Austin. Yeah, exactly. Star of the okay. Expendables. Uh, so, John, John, are you? Uh, is there any panels you have on like listed, written down that you want to hit? Not really, actually. I don't. I kind of wing it because my schedule is kind of weird at PAX. Okay. Because it's to like kind of make a schedule because I have a lot of appointments being set up. Mm. My schedule usually consists of anything that we ha- are doing for sure, then checking out the games on the floor, and then if there's any interesting panels I see while I'm sitting in the lineup to go into the convention, like by reading the book. Okay. I guess I'll go through my list because it's not as long as Nathan's. Then, um, okay. there's like a Chiptunes one on uh, on Friday. I'm kind of interested in that. Um, John's is right after uh, the Double Fine. I have that one down. I kind of did the same with yours. If it sounds interesting, I'll just put it on the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I have an afternoon. Scott and Chris. There, there's some web comic guys that evening. Yeah. Right after that is the uh, Telltale Games one, the Walking Dead one, which uh, Gary Witt is going to be on. So I'm quite excited for that. Yeah, that's at six thirty, which I will not be able to attend because Meg sixty four is at six, and I don't okay. really want to see that. Well, I'm so. going. I'm, I'll be going to that. I'm not going to Meg sixty four. And then at nine, that is the John cast. Yeah, for sure. And they they are having some sort of after party, right? Is okay. it Friday night? Is the bomb cast? Oh, yes. Yeah, but I'm gonna miss that. At nine p.m. Yeah, no, we're gonna be recording something. Uh, okay. Okay. So that that's why I said like my pack schedule is always weird because we we tie in recordings along with it. So man, yeah. See the that one. I'm like looking at my schedule. Like I have the Pax Ten panel part one that's at seven thirty on there. But knowing from years past, like you got to get in line early for that giant bombcast. Yeah, 
So I might just have to skip that one, which sucks, because I kind of want to check out indie games, but oh well. Or make sure someone's in there to save you a... No, actually, no, you can't even do that, can you? Not really. I, I'll, I'll wait for Bombcast. I want to see those guys, so... Okay, yeah. I can skip that. Um, Saturday, I just have some evening stuff. There's an evening with Scott Kurtz, which is the same guy from the previous night. There's also the mm. Harmonics Game Show Extravaganza at 9. And then there's a Cards Against Humanity thing at 9.30. Yeah, I have the Cards Against Humanity thing on mine, too. I'm kind of curious about that harmonics one, honestly. Just in re- yeah. I guess the Cards Against Humanity, like, I was I was looking at the schedule. There's a weird other conflict. Okay, Hideo Kojima is there talking about Metal Gear, which is one of the kind of big, like, whoa, dude, that's a huge get for PAX. Like, right. everyone's going to want to see that. So, at the same time, though, there's up close with Kickstarter case studies and game development, which has one of the Cards Against Humanity guys on there. And I'm kind of just generally curious about how these success stories on Kickstarter feel about stuff, so I kind of want to check that out. Um, so I might actually go to that instead, just because I know the Metal Gear one, you're going to have to line up way early. He's going to be talking in Japanese and not be talking about Metal Gear Solid Five because he can't. So, I don't know. Plus, that'll be on the internet, right? Someone's going to record that, right? I'd imagine. Yeah, so... If it's in the main theater, it'll also be live-streamed, so it'll be recorded immediately. There you go. So I'll, I'll catch up on what Kojima said later, because there's no way I'd be able to ask a Q&A question anyway, because that line will be insane. Insane, dude. Because that dude... I don't know if you know... It'll just be people running up and saying, Snake! Probably. Some bad jokes. It's probably going to happen. But okay. Anyway, Stay classy, internet. Stay classy. Yeah. But Cards Against Humanity, you're right. Those guys sound pretty cool. You're going to pitch some card ideas at them? Uh, No, I just want to see what other people are going to say, and I just want to hear, you know, them talk about it. So. They'll okay. probably talk about it when like the second expansion's coming out. I'm like hoping that. it's going to be there, but they hadn't mentioned anything to this point, so I guess not. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Sunday, Twisted Pixel Variety Hour in the morning. I don't know if I'm going to go to that because they talked about maybe singing the donut song, and I'm so tired of that. They didn't specifically say that. They said maybe we'll sing some chainsaw songs, so maybe they'll sing the menu music. Uh, from they're totally going to sing donuts. You kidding me? Dude, yeah, no, it's going to be requested way too much. Yeah. All right, it's, it's kind of the, um, the free bird. Of, and then uh, Omega okay, Thon final round on Sunday. Okay. Whereas, uh, yeah, that, on that day is Concept to Reality, How New Games Are Made, which was that PopCap panel. So that's where I was like, is this going to happen? So I want to check out what happens. There was also Press XY to continue transgender issues, which has just been a recent political issue that has been on my radar. So Yeah, I've seen your list. There's some more serious stuff there. Well, yeah. there's, there's the religious one, which, what is that? What are they going to talk about? I'm kind of curious. I don't know. Okay. Well, I mean, well, to be fair, like, if you're taking, like, super hardcore religion, a lot of things that happen in games are very against Or I've played Skyrim beliefs. a lot. It's weird how well fleshed out their fake religions are, and I just don't know how religious people feel about that or whatever. Like, is it a parody? Like, or do they, they probably feel the same way they feel about Scientology. Yeah. Just like, I don't know about this, but it's fine. Um... Uh, what else was on the first day? Uh, da, 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 just looking. We'll do it live, streaming games on the internet. Like, just kind of people doing weird new media stuff that I'm kind of curious about. Right. Unlock yeah. your creative potential. Loading ready run screening. That one's less serious, but they did a really good job the one year I went to that. So it's just kind of comedic commentary on stuff. And yeah, PAX 10 stuff. But at the same time, I just, like, the main stuff I want to check out on the floor is that kind of stuff. Like, PAX 10, um whatever other indie games are floating around. And I have to go to the Mega 64 booth at some time and tell Eric, Derek to become a rapper. So that has to happen. And that's about it. So that's that's my PAX plans as of right now, in addition to playing stuff. But yeah. 
It's going to be busy. It's going to be busy. I don't know. That's the sign of a good convention, though. There's too much going on. True. So, yeah. And you're just going to be recording stuff in a hotel room the whole time. So why are you even going to PAX, really? It's like... <laughs> That's what it feels like sometimes. Oh, we usually record after, like, the main expo hall is closed. Oh, okay. So, really, all we miss out on are the late-night panels, like the bombcast. Right. Oh, right. There's also a Double Fine party on Sunday. That's pretty much it. Like, I, I will probably hit up one of the parties that happens at night. I usually do. Like, I went to the Sega party two years ago. Last year, I went to a different one. I can't think of what it was. And, Sean, you're going to the Blacklight party? Get some guns? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens with that. I didn't know there was a Double Fine party. I'll probably join you for that. Cool. Yeah, it's the last day. And, yeah, like, the last day is when it, like, it's closed. There's nothing else going on officially. Yeah, so like, that's everything shuts down at 6 or 5. But previous years, I've also been really tired. But I'll I'll hang out. Well, last time we went, our we had our own after party. We just went back to the hotel, ordered some pizza, and watched all and watched Futurama. Yeah, it was a good party. (laughs) So, yeah, no, Pax is fun. I I am looking forward to it, despite some initial like like I'm still kind of stressed about who's going to drive in what car and how is this going to work with whatever. But it'll be fine. It'll be good. It'll be good. What questions do we have? Question time. Alright, we... I don't have anything listed in the doc. Okay. Secret questions. Secret questions, yeah. Okay, so if you want to send us questions, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com. It's also at the Facebook group, which I think is just facebook.com slash topdownperspective, or mm-hmm. on Twitter at TDP Podcast, and we have two from Twitter. And uh, she writes in saying, the funniest moments of the day if you can't think of it, how about from the previous week? Funniest moments from the previous week. Mm. Yeah, nothing happened today. I just went to work. Oh, was funny. Funniest moments. Yeah, my have been more stressful than funny. So, how's your house hunting going? Indian food. Oh, that's. We got. We look at one house looking pretty good. Okay. Uh, it's it's fairly it's fairly south actually, so it's uh, farther south than you guys are. Okay. Well, I mean, well, I guess not you, but. Well, I'm not super south or anything. I just I don't know how south you're going, but we we don't need to get into specifics. Yeah, yeah I don't want to get specifics on the podcast itself. Yeah, but uh, it's a good location, great house. We're just waiting to hear word back because apparently a bunch of people applied for it at once, so we're hoping to get picked. Okay. Other than that, okay. we'll resume the house hunting when we get back from PAX because. After this podcast, I'm taking off for the weekend. Right, so. right. Awesome. Okay. Uh, I guess for my funniest moment, it's kind of weird to just pull it from a movie, but I, <laughs> I saw Par- I saw Paranorman. Um, it was really good, and my favorite moment in it was just there's this bully character played by Christopher Mintz-Ploss, and at some point he's just breakdancing to a Dizzy Rascal song in an alley, yep. and they don't yep. really explain why... Fix up, look shop. Yeah, it's like the song choice combined with like his character and you seeing the side of him for the first time. I just thought it was hysterical. I just almost started busting up like two minutes after it because I was just still thinking about it. So that that was my favorite part of that movie, and it was it was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna agree good. with that. That was really good. That was a good movie. So okay, Paranorman, <laughs> funniest moment. I I don't know, pretty like pretty other good. stuff. Like yeah, I can't really. Nothing is really coming to mind as something odd or offbeat that happened. Exactly. Yeah. So, sure. There you go. Paranormal. Uh, what's is that? What's the next question? Uh, okay. And our last question is from Brooke, uh, and they write, "Who is your favorite Mario villain from any of the games?" 
Hmm. Mine is Birdo. Okay. Body Interesting. See, like, yeah, on that transgender panel, are they going to talk about Birdo? Like, they should really? bring it up. If someone, if they don't, you should bring it up and see what they say. Just like, hey, what about Birdo? That's kind of an early example. I'm pretty sure that's like that's their entire talk. Like Birdo, or Birdo, like, Birdo, yeah, Birdo. If they have a PowerPoint presentation, Birdo will be on it. Birdo will be actually the air, the bullet note, the arrow. Or just a ba- the background image is a portrait of of Birdo, like something. Um, not not to make light of the panel, but I just that would kind of be funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Okay. <sighs> Favorite villain, like I mean, obviously, like Bowser's kind of the guy, right? But yeah, is there, or, or just saying, it, well, I mean, there's oh, all the stuff from like Mario RPG and oh, Mario, yeah, and Mario and Luigi. Pretty much all the RPGs are really when they have other villains. I, I really like that weird ghost and his dilemma in Thousand Year Door. Like you're reading his journal, and then he just like appears, and it's really weird. But I don't know if he's really a villain. Oh, he, if you have to fight him, then yes. I don't think you do. It's more of just like a story thing, but that's not a great example either. Uh, Magic Koop is pretty dope, dude. He's got wand and he can fly. Mechanic, guy's awesome. Watch out for that guy. Magic Koopa, best villain. Koopa right. kids. Ugh. Wendy, Wendy O Koopa, Ludwig. Most people don't remember the O. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's weird that it's. I find it weird that it's Wendy O. Okay, she's shooting rings at you and stuff too. It's like emphasizing that. Power of O. <laughs> but, okay. Anyway, all right. That, yeah. Who, Mario, did, you, who did you say, Sean? I said Birdo. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah we talked about Birdo for a bit. Right. Yeah, I got did. distracted by the Birdo talk. Right. And I suppose uh, you got mad. So that's all so. of our questions. All there right. will not be a podcast next week. No, because we'll all be in, in another country. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I guess following week, we'll do like a PAX uh, roundup. Retrospective. Look back we'll on talk it. Talk all about what we played just like last year and year before that. Stick so, through the bag of weird stickers and promotion and stuff. Yep. Airsoft guns. Airsoft guns. Yeah. Whatever else. Um, but yeah, so I guess we'll be back in two weeks. See ya. See, see you guys then.